Welcome to Made in Mari, the podcast that focuses on the successes and struggles of local businesses. Let's get started. My name's G, I'm your host, and today I'm sitting down with Kaylee McDyne, who is the owner of Mini First Aid for the Highlands, Islands, and Marishar. Did I get it right? You did. Tell us a little bit about what you and this organization do. Mini First Aid is a franchise. It was set up by a lady called Kate Ball. She lives in Leeds. She's mm-hmm. a mum of six, two of which are twins. She's a very busy lady. Mm. Um, and she just started off doing it in her kitchen um, from home. And the great thing about Mini First Aid is that parents can bring their babies. Um, so she started franchising it out and we now have 70 franchises across the UK and we have been running in the Highlands and Murray for seven weeks now. So yeah, it's very exciting. So how did you get involved in the organisation? So um, a little bit about my background. I'm actually a baby and preschool swimming teacher. Mm -hmm. Um, I work for a private swim school called Turtle Tots in Inverness. And um, I was looking for something to go alongside my swimming. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm actually a lifeguard as well. So I've always enjoyed the first aid life savings part of my training and I've done many first aid classes but there Mm -hmm. just wasn't much out there for families especially a first aid class that was accessible for parents to come and bring their children Um, from my own experience what you know I didn't do any life-saving training until my daughter was two so I've got two daughters um, now and I did become to a first aid class when I had my first daughter, but it was six hours and you couldn't bring your baby. And mm. I know myself as like a new mum, like you, you don't want to go out for that length of time and leave your baby. So yeah. I was looking, I thought about doing it myself um, and, I, and then that's when I came across mini first aid and I just thought that would do really well, you know, up in the Highlands and Murray. So it's something that you realised that maybe... As a mother, you need it. Yeah, absolutely, a hundred percent. Yeah. And if you need it, probably other mothers need yes. it as well. Yeah, I think it's it's a lovely skill to teach, and you know there was a lot of things that I learned doing my training and you know I've been a mum for nearly five years and I had a lot of mum guilt I was like oh my god I didn't know that um so yeah it's just like just giving people the basics you know when you bring that newborn baby home for the first time it's quite scary and they don't come with a manual um so yeah they don't. Absolutely. And it's frightening for parents as well when it's the first child and maybe you don't have a lot of experience. Not not everybody works with children. Not everybody has experience of child yeah, care. Absolutely. You, you know, myself, I don't have any siblings. I don't have mm-hmm. any like cousins. First time I became a mum, I was 20. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're now responsible for this little person. So yep. yeah, it is a big responsibility. Well, it's a life saving opportunity to get involved in first aid and although certain people at certain points of their life might have some small course through their work or through through school 
it's different when it's your own children. Absolutely, yeah. And a lot of our, well, my customers, they've maybe done a first aid at work course many years ago. And the thing about first aid, it changes all the time. So even as trainers, we have to constantly refresh our knowledge because, you know, evidence is more up to date and things do change. Yeah. So do you have two jobs that you work at then? Because you've got the swimming on one side and the first aid on Mm -hmm. the other? Yeah. So how does does that work? So how does that work? Um, So I I swim on a Saturday morning. Mm -hmm. I've got, I teach 40 babies, toddlers and preschoolers how to swim every week. Um, I call it my fun job. Uh, (laughs) And I also think it's a really important safety skill because Children need to learn, yes, water can be fun, but it can also be very dangerous. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've got little babies that are learning to hold on to the side of the wall. They're learning how to float on their backs. It's Mm -hmm. just amazing. It's lovely bonding for the parents as well. They get a lot out of it too. Um, So, yes, so that's predominantly on a Saturday. And then I do my mini first aid class around my family um, my two girls yeah. um, my husband's in the military as well so yeah mm. it can be full on <laughs> wow and if we take a step back yeah how did you get involved in the swimming in the I... swimming mm-hmm. so I took my daughter along to turtle tots um, from four weeks old mm-hmm. and out of all the things we did together it was my most favorite thing we mm. we looked forward to it um, and as a mum seeing her progression as we moved up through the baby levels like I was telling people my baby's swimming through a hoop they're just like looking at me funny like really but I'm like yeah honestly you know it was just lovely and I thought you know what this is a really really good career I'd love to get into um so I asked them about it and then I did a course and and that was it pretty much so tell us a little bit about the recent growth of the business because I imagine there's been quite a steep learning curve there yeah, so I launched a mini first aid Highlands and Islands and Murray shirt in January um, in Inverness and I had 12 customers um, and I've now trained over 300 people in seven weeks um, throughout a range of different classes so we teach our two-hour class which is for parents grandparents and carers it's a two-hour non-assessed class where they can come on and we do CPR choking Mm -hmm. breaks bleeds burns febrile seizures and meningitis awareness but we also teach children from as young as three years old in basic and emergency first aid right through to older children and teenagers as well. So, yeah, so I've had a lot of growth over the past wee while. That's amazing. And I like to imagine how the world would be if certain things didn't exist. And there would be 300 people who didn't know what to do in that kind of situation yeah absolutely um i find the children really rewarding to teach because at that age they're like sponges and it's amazing (laughs) what they pick up and you know they say that's the lady that taught me how to call 999 it's just amazing (laughs) that's very that's very cool how does it work with the areas and the regions because murrayshire and the highlands and islands that's huge it's it's massive it is so big I've actually got the biggest territory out of all the franchises. When you look at our, on the map, like I go from Keith to to Sky, and then from Glencoe to Thurso, it's absolutely huge. How does that feel being a new business that's starting up and suddenly having to cover such a big territory? So 
because I'm self-employed, like it's up to me the areas that I want to go to, and I mm-hmm. love a road trip. <laughs> <laughs> so I've really yeah. enjoyed exploring the areas. It's nice because the classes are short. I can make it into a day trip. Yeah. Um, sometimes I, I do need an overnight stay. Like I went up to the Isle of Skye, mm-hmm. um, which was just absolutely beautiful. But no, I'm quite happy to travel. You know, and I think these rural communities are important to me because waiting for an ambulance up in these northern areas, you know, Mm. you'd be waiting for a long time. So, yeah, it's something that I think a lot of people who live in bigger urban areas or cities forget that you can be an hour more away from help. Yeah. And you do have to take care of things yourself. Yeah, absolutely. And when there's an emergency, you can't just have something straight away. And not only that, I know that in a place like Murray, there are also stresses on resources Mm -hmm. as well. And it's hard. Yeah. And I'm hoping that people that come on to our classes just feel a little bit more empowered that if they did have a situation that they would know what to do. You know, your training would kick in um, or like you'd have more awareness of the help that's there as well. Or you'd even be able to prevent a problem. Yes, yes, that's very true. So we talk a lot about prevention um, and I'm actually launching a new class. I did some training yesterday. I was down in Edinburgh with Mini First Aid Head Office. So we're launching a baby proofing class. Okay. And that's all about home safety, but also when you're out and about in the garden Mm -hmm. as well. And that's all about preventing accidents to happen. Um, So we are partners with the Global Alliance for Child Safety. Right. Um, So, yes, that's a new class. So very exciting. Tell me a little bit more about baby proofing, because Mm -hmm. I checked out your Facebook page. I saw there was some information about that and I thought, I don't really know what that what, what that, that is yeah. <laughs> so it is very new um i'm going to be releasing a launch date soon um so people come on and they learn pretty much how to baby proof their home so right. this is for very young children because as a mum myself you know it's quite daunting and you yeah. do have to put measures in place to prevent accidents from happen you know we talk about first aid but that's you know after the accidents happen but can yeah. we try and prevent that in the first place yep. um so we talk about things like drowning yep. burns socket covers yep. you know there's quite a big there, there's so much i mean yes. just just off the top of my head yeah i can think about the stair gate that yes, you need stair on the gates, yeah. you need on the stairs, the little covers for the edge of the table if, yes. it's, if it's sharp, all that sort of thing. Yeah. So they can come on and learn uh, what things are on the market that maybe don't meet um, the safety standards. You know, you get mm. a lot of products on Amazon, but they yep. do not meet the safety standards. Yep. Um, so they can come on and learn what what products are available that that do meet them safety standards. Yeah, or those little pieces of Lego that the baby wants to pick up and yes. put in their mouth or something yep. like that. You have to be so careful. You just have to be on the ball. <laughs> Pretty all, much. <laughs> yeah, 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 all the time. But we're all human as well, and accidents mm-hmm. do happen. And a lot of parents they just they just get caught out. Yeah. Yep. And also, sometimes when we try to jump in to stop something, (laughs) we can 
make it worse as yes, well. That, yeah. that also happens. You know, the child, you see the child and you think the child's going to fall off the bed or something. And, and then you run to help. And, and, yeah. and then you, yep, you accidentally <laughs> bump or knock the kid or whatever. And you're like, oh no, I yeah. made it worse. And, ah. you know, they like to keep us on our toes and, you know, accidents do happen. Yeah. That's totally get goes. that. Yeah. <laughs> So how do you organize your time in mm -hmm. terms of the work that you do? So my husband works full time. So when he's at work, mm -hmm. um, I'm there for my girls. I'm very lucky that I've got a great support network. I've got my parents. They live in Inverness. So literally when I have childcare, I plan my classes. Okay. Um, so that works really well. And I just kind of look at the locations I want to go and I just take it from there. I do private classes as well. So mm -hmm. I visit people at their home, okay. um, which are quite nice if you've got a group of friends or an antenatal group. And I, I go into nurseries and schools and childminders mm -hmm. for our children's classes as well. So, um, yeah. It's such an essential skill to have. I can't reinforce that enough for people. How do you sell the courses that you run that I run it, it's quite an easy sell it's just, just <laughs> as soon as I tell them what it is I'm doing people are really interested mm -hmm. um the costs are low so for example our two-hour baby and child first aid classes it's 20 pounds so that's like the cost of a takeaway so yep. you know Absolutely. you know it's not a huge amount of money and it's two hours people don't it doesn't take up all your day yep. um so it's quite an easy sell yeah. Well, it's a good comparison that you make mm -hmm. with the prices. Yeah. Because you could spend easily £20 on a bottle of whiskey. You could spend £100 on a haircut, right? Yeah. But and £20 to save a life, it's, you know, it's priceless, really. Yeah, it's something that everybody should be involved in. Is there anything like uh, gift vouchers or courses that people can buy for other people? Uh, yeah, I do gift vouchers as mm -hmm. well, or people can book private classes. Maybe someone's having a baby shower. I've had that as well. Um, yeah. What about if people don't have kids yet but are planning to have yeah, kids? Yeah, so that's really good. So, you know, it's for adults. So anyone that's got a connection to children, I've had mm -hmm. quite a few foster parents come on my yep. courses. They, you know, they're going through their application process. They just mm -hmm. want to prepare themselves. Absolutely. It's for everybody. Fantastic. What's the most enjoyable part of the work for you? I, it's it's lovely when you get feedback. When people leave reviews, that just makes, that can make my day. Yeah. Um, or when like, the other day I had a round of applause at the end I thought oh, that's so lovely and it's lovely when you get emails saying look this happened you know thank you so much um so that's really really rewarding and on the other side what are the hardest parts no the hardest parts setting up all my equipment <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah that's something I wanted to ask about yeah. what kind of equipment do you need to do this? so uh, I have got a, a van based car um, I, I recently got it done so it's got my logo and everything on it nice. and um, I'm so lucky I've got such huge boot space so I've got all mm. my mannequins my yeah. mats my stock because I sell first aid kits and family first aid products mm -hmm. And like our kids' classes, so I've got this big, huge teddy bear that comes with me everywhere. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, my car is no longer my car anymore. <laughs> oh, wow. So what's in one of those little first aid kits? Sure. Because the reason why I'm asking is because mm. we might need to get one ourselves, right? So what's in the kit? Um, so we 
talk at our classes about the contents of a first aid kit, how they would be used, but also what if you didn't have your first aid kit, thinking on the go as well. Um, So what we do as our classes is I get them to list what they would include in their baby or child's first aid kit because this isn't like your first aid kit at work. There is no rules what you Mm. can keep in there. So whatever you want to keep in there. Um, But the most common ones are sort of plasters, dressings, burns gel, scissors, tough cuts, especially because they, they not only do they cut through clothes and leather, they mm-hmm. cut through seat belts as well. So a lot of people okay. don't realise that. Wow. Um, lots of useful things. That's nice. Where do most accidents happen with children? At, at home. Okay. At home, um, typically, especially toddlers when they're on the move, um, hot drinks as well. So we, yep. we talk about prevention of hot drinks, keeping um, hot drinks out of reach. Even yep. after 30 minutes, a cup of tea can leave quite a, a nasty burn. And 30 children go to A&E every single day with a hot drinks burn. So a lot of these accidents are happening in and around the home. What are things that people generally don't think about that might create a problem are there any other kinds of dangers that parents need to be aware of absolutely so a lot of parents that come on to our class and we talk about febrile seizures a lot of parents have never heard of this they don't know what it is Um, meningitis as well we talk about Mm -hmm. meningitis awareness and a lot of parents don't realize a lot of the signs and symptoms are similar to just more milder illnesses and it's something that's so serious mm-hmm. as well so there's these other things that they need to be aware of i think it must also be important to stay calm and relaxed in a crisis and not panic yes absolutely so hopefully coming on to a class like mini first aid will give them the basics and the knowledge that you know if they did come across any of these things they get a little workbook that's got yeah. everything we've covered in the class so if they ever had to jog their memory I always say keep it in your changing bag keep it in your handbag so if you ever came over a situation and your mind did go blank yeah. you've got it there um, but you know I always make sure that they know all the different emergency contact numbers that they yeah. would possibly need as well is there anything special that a family might have to think about if they're going to travel a long distance or go away on holiday? Yeah, so just putting precautions in place, definitely carrying your first aid kit. Yep. Um, and if I take my children, you know, somewhere new, for example, on holiday, I, you know, wrecky the place out. Make sure if there's like a lake, you, you spot that and you think, yeah. oh, yeah, I'm going to have to supervise my children. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, in the hotel room, just getting down on their level, having a look around, all things that parents probably do anyway, um, just making sure it's nice and safe. But also parents need to be conscious of it as well because if you're going away on holiday, you're in a new environment and mm-hmm. you're thinking about so many other things yes. that you need to just take a moment to yeah, check and, that everything's and, okay. And knowing the emergency contact number as well because a lot mm-hmm. of people don't think about that until yeah. they until they need it. Mm, absolutely. How do you see the business growing? Is there a plan to develop it? Yeah, so... Um, I'd love to get into schools uh, more. So in England, it's actually curriculum, not in Scotland. Um, so I'd love to see that be 
introduced. My plan going forward, I am taking on an additional trainer. So she was a paediatric nurse and she was a trainer for the NHS. So she's going to come on and join my team and she's going to run qualification courses for those that need a paediatric qualification as well. Fantastic. Do you think there are any limits to how the business can grow or develop? Um, Obviously, I have to stay within my area, which I'm quite happy about as well. No, I'm hoping, you know, as, you know, word of mouth grows and people say, oh, do you know what? I did a mini first aid class. Guess what? You can bring your baby with you. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm hoping it's just going to keep growing. I don't think I'll be able to flood the market because people are always having babies and, you know, you've got your children's classes as well. So, yeah. It's important. Why do you think it's part of the English curriculum, but not part of the Scottish curriculum? Uh, I'm not sure why it's not curriculum up here. It's only been introduced this year in England mm-hmm. that they've to include first aid um, in schools. You would think it's a priority, really, to a certain uh, yes. extent. I am biased, but yeah, yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying that just because it's you. I'm saying yeah, that for Yeah, no, a hundred percent. Yeah, you know, if it was my children, I'd you know want them to know peace of mind f- for yourself if they're out playing. If they had yeah. a situation, they'd know what to do or how to get help. Yeah, and not just for the teachers, for the kids as well, because the teacher can't see what all the children are doing all of the time. Yeah, really. and you know, you hear stories, um, parents, mm-hmm. you know, falling ill at home and, and yep. children ringing 999, like, you yep. know, these are just great skills to teach. Absolutely. I'm sure there's a lot of little heroes out there yes. who have uh, who have saved the day. What's your vision personally for what you'd like to achieve with the business? Um, so my mission is just yeah. to train as many parents, grandparents and carers across the north of Scotland in first aid because I feel like it's just something that's so important mm-hmm. um, when it when it comes to babies and children. So that's my mission that I'm on. Yeah. When you go into work in local communities, do you find people are already quite knowledgeable or is there a great variation in different skill levels there? Uh, there's a big variation. So I get some people that have gone through their whole life, they've never done a first aid course and mm-hmm. then they come on one of our courses and they think, oh my God, how did I get through the past, you know, yeah. so many years? <laughs> yeah. um, and then I get, you know, I've had midwives on my classes, I've had professionals, mm-hmm. you know, it's just a good refresher as well. Yeah, because people forget things over time. Yeah, of course they do. And if you're not doing these things every day, then, you know, it's just good to refresh. Oh, absolutely. How do you keep yourself focused and motivated to do the work that you do? Because you must need a lot of energy to do it. Uh, yeah you do need a lot of energy um I think my children keep me motivated you know Mm -hmm. the reason I wanted to do something like mini first aid was so that I could be there for my children um and just work around them and it's something that I love so you know I'll switch off for the night and I'll come back in the morning and I look forward to it Mm. um as well is it easy or difficult to relax when you've got a business and a family and kids yeah, it's it's full on. It doesn't stop. Yeah. I think people expect instant sub- replies nowadays. Yep. So, you know, I'll get a message through and I'll panic. Oh, I need to answer them right. pretty quickly. Um, it can be full on. Um, you're never really switched off. So how do you relax in that kind of environment? 
a typical day like I'll, I'll check my inquiries when I get up in the morning anything that's urgent I'll deal with that mm-hmm. anything that can wait I'll, I'll, I'll wait until the evening or yep. you know my next chance that I can have a look at it every day is different for me and I've just been um, just making it work around my family and you know there are days that I think right I've got the girls today I'm just going to switch my phone off yep. and I'm not going to look at that till the evening and then all my focus is on my girls so yeah that's nice is your family supportive of the work that you do yeah 100% um I'm so lucky my husband's very supportive so when when he's at work I'm with the children and when yeah. he's home he's with the girls and then when he deploys I've got yeah. my my parents there to look after the girls so that's lovely that they're going yeah. to spend the day with them <laughs> yeah that's really nice how do your girls integrate into what you do do they do they uh come along to the courses do they see what you're doing because children often copy parents yeah they do yeah that's a really good question um so sometimes they they come with me to locations they help me set up and then my husband takes them away (laughs) (laughs) and then they come back and help me pack up um my eldest daughter holly so she'll be five this year and she's just so into it um you know she's so like she loves things like ambulances and helping (laughs) people and um, like when she goes to nursery like they often say holly bumped her head she demanded an ice pack (laughs) um so that's quite funny um it's lovely that you know Mm. she's picking these things up yeah as well that's really nice I don't know if you're aware of programs like Doc McStuffins or something like that that kids watch. I've not heard of that one. Have you heard of Operation Ouch? You know, I haven't heard of that one. uh, (laughs) It's probably (laughs) something similar. (laughs) Okay, so there are some films and programs and Uh series and cartoons where kids can pick up some useful practical information. So is there something you could recommend? My all-time favorite is Dr. Ranch. Have you seen him off this morning? So he's got his own TV program on CBBS, and right. um, it's called Be Happy, Be Healthy, nice. Get Well Soon. Um, nice. So that's lovely. Um, so that's for very young children. He's recently just um, launched a new program on the STV, and yeah. it's on call with Dr. Ranch. So yeah. Is it Dr. Ranch or? Uh, I think it's Dr. Ranch. Okay. Dr. Okay, because I don't watch TV, so <laughs> I have absolutely no um, idea. Yeah, he's, he's lovely. Okay, that's pretty yeah. cool. That's pretty cool. It's nice when the cartoons and programs are motivational and educational. Yes. And it's not just two people hitting each other yeah my my eldest daughter holly she's obsessed with dr ranch like he did he was on strictly one year and she's like oh it's dr ranch (laughs) yeah it's nice nice it's a really good one super i will um, endeavor to discover that (laughs) for the benefit of my children excellent is there any literature that you've read or you've found which might be good for parents or kids to help them with information? Sure. So just getting your hands on something that's evidence-based, like a good first aid manual. Um, You can buy pediatric ones. You want to make sure whatever you're reading is evidence-based. Don't 
don't do Dr. Google or things like Mumsnet or Facebook because anybody can write things on there. Um, So it Mm. needs to be something evidence-based, like a good first aid manual. And where would you pick up one of those? So we sell them at our classes um, or off the internet. Um, The St. John's, the Red Cross and St. Andrew's, they've got like, that's the three big ones. They all come together to to write um, an up-to-date manual. Mm, Fantastic. Is there something that the community could do more to support the kind of work that you're doing? So I'm so lucky. The venues that I've got, um, you know, they're very good for spreading the word or sharing it on their social media platforms. um, And that makes a huge difference to the awareness that's out there. Um, We are very lucky in money that people like to help each other they do they do Um, I've got some great relationships with my venues a personal favourite is the Byers Farm in Fockabers so um, that's the one that's between Fockabers and Spaybay yes it's in Spaybay yeah so um, it's run by a lovely lady called Helen so we team up so she's got this old barn that she's converted and she runs preschool sessions Mm -hmm. Um, so that and first aid just goes together so nicely um so we do some children's classes there and then they can go and feed the farm animals and have a little play so yeah i like their little advertisement logo with the wellington boots the welly boots they're very sweet aren't they oh it's fantastic yeah it's lovely when you find great venues like that um that are quite unique and that's part of what I think exists in Murray that maybe doesn't exist in other places as well. The community spirit. In the Ellen. community spirit. No, it's very good. I live in Murray and um, I love Murray. I just think it's such a, a lovely way of life. It's very quiet. People want to help each other. Yeah, um, yeah absolutely. Everybody should come. But then if everybody comes, <laughs> it might not be the same. But, um, uh, it is unique. It's lovely. It's it lovely. is. It is. It's going to be hard to leave if I ever <laughs> decide that I want to do that. Right. Um, can't leave here. Lovely view of the beach out there. I know. It's oh. a lovely sunny day. It's lovely. Oh, it's, it's, it's nice. It's nice when the sun pokes its head through the clouds. <laughs> it really is. Um, they just need to fix the bridge so that people can, can uh, go to the beach. <laughs> go to the beach. What a shame. Yeah. You can wade through the water if you want. It's a bit cold. But, just uh, a little bit. Just, <laughs> yeah, just... <laughs> Just a little bit. Is there any advice that you could give to people who are interested in taking the same path or similar track to what you've done? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, there's great first aid opportunities out there. You just need to look. So there's lots of volunteer opportunities if you want to get hands-on practice. Um, You know, you've got the you know the the big three that you can volunteer with and you just go and book yourself onto a first aid course it's that simple that simple anybody can do first aid (laughs) would that just be a google search for first aid course and yeah so obviously we run um a first aid classes but Yeah. yeah nice no reason not to do it basically. no there's no anybody can do first aid on a personal level in terms of influence and recommendations what book should everybody read? So I'm reading a book at the minute. It's called Happy Baby Swim. 
um, Mm -hmm. and it's all about creating stronger relationships through parents and children through the gift of swimming Um, and yeah it's a lovely little book wow so can you tell us a bit more about the book? What, what is the connection? There? So it's all about understanding children's behaviour mm-hmm. um, and, you know, not just in the water, but just in general and how yeah. they learn and taking that into the water and the experience in the water. Yeah. As we in Murray live near the coast, is there a difference between learning to swim, say, in a pool and swimming in the sea or is that like a bad idea to, to try and do that maybe I don't know <laughs> so I'm not like a beach lifeguard or right. anything like that so okay. I'm just very much pool based yeah. um but so, safe safer everybody knows yeah, what but, to expect but you know we do live in and around a lot of you know water and I think yeah. it, you know safety and education is what is needed absolutely um children you know they need to learn that yeah the water is enjoyable but it's also really dangerous it is it is you can't sort of be too careful when you're out in nature sometimes it's it's wild i remember being told when i was growing up absolutely to never swim in this bay the river that runs through murray because Uh it's fast flowing yes and it's dangerous and um you just don't know what to expect with Absolutely. the currents and you can't see what's under the water yes. there. No, yeah, I totally get that, yeah. So people have to be very careful. Very careful. That being said, I was jogging across the Spey Viaduct about six months ago. Uh-huh. And um, more than, be a bit more than six months ago, the end of last summer. And I looked down and there were kids swimming oh my goodness. in the water there. And I wasn't sure what to think about that. So I hopped down off the bridge and went to speak to them and ask them, is it, you know, is it okay? Is it safe? Is it, is it okay in there? And uh, they said, yeah, it's perfectly, perfectly safe. And uh, so I thought, okay, I'm just a bit hot after my jog. I'll sort of cool down and have a little dip in the water. Went into the water, whoosh, it almost, almost swept me away. Oh my I, goodness. Yeah. And I was like, I get why people say this is dangerous. This is now. dangerous. Because yeah. there's me swimming full stroke, staying in the same place. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So so people do have to be careful about so those So careful. Elements. Yeah. And um, I would suggest start in the pool. Yes. And stay. Learn how to swim. Yep. Know how to float. Know how to get help. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, are there any online channels or portals uh, maybe somewhere on YouTube where people can get useful information about swimming? Yeah, absolutely. So the swim school I work for, Turtle Tots, they, they've mm-hmm. got their own website. They, they write a blog. So if you're interested in finding out about um, preschool swimming, that's that's the best place to look for other types of swimming so you've got the royal um, life-saving society they do lots of water safety campaigns Um, we've got drowning prevention week things Mm -hmm. like that so there'll be a lot of resources on there and the sta as well so it's the swim teaching association they've got their own um, website where you can learn how to swim um, and lots of different resources on there too super fantastic here's a crazy question for you Time travel is possible. Where would you go and why? I'd love to go back in the olden days and see how they did first aid. I've had a few stories. Um, mm. Grandparents come on my course and they'll say, well, in my day, we did it this way. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I'd love to go back in time. And I just imagine that would be brutal. 
it some, would, wouldn't some it? Some of the things that people did in the past where they used leeches. Oh. They didn't have proper painkillers. So <laughs> I've seen the films where it's just drink half this bottle of whiskey and we'll <laughs> saw your leg off. Or oh my goodness, could you imagine? I, oh, um, I, I, I don't think that a lot of people realize how lucky we are in the world that we live in to have access to a lot of great things the yeah. medicine is close at hand There's yeah. n- you're never you're never that far away from a chemist for example yeah, where yeah. You, you can pop and get whatever it is yeah. that you need yeah and our nhs it's just amazing isn't it you know all these great resources we're so lucky yeah and all the different focuses like on prevention of injuries and rehabilitation mm-hmm. as well fantastic is there a legacy that you would like to leave behind doing this kind of work? Yeah, um, absolutely. That's, um, yeah, just to be the lady that, the first aid lady or the first aid mummy, you know, absolutely. the lady that went round north of Scotland teaching everybody baby and child first aid. Like, that's amazing. And I think in the position that you're in, right now with starting this business there being so many areas to cover the towns villages communities the islands there's room for growth there yeah absolutely yeah and you know i'll revisit these places i'll come back that's very nice i wish i had a business like that (laughs) (laughs) right i would like to thank you very much for your time this morning i think it's absolutely amazing what it is that you're doing thank you how can people reach out to you and get in touch with you sure so we've got our mini first aid website so my website is www.highlands.minifirstaid.co.uk or we're on facebook um, or just send me an email it's kaylee at minifirstaid.co.uk and people out there should do that and they should do it soon. Don't delay, especially if it's been a while and you're not quite sure what to do in certain situations. So once again, thank you. And I hope that we get a chance to sit down and discuss this again at some point in time. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. Maiden Murray is a product of the Academy of Language Therapy and Life Coaching. Book a free online personal or professional development consultation today. What are you waiting for?